was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Braves and the Warriors are in their bunks. The sun has totally gone down over the entire camp, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Today is day five of Color War. Day five. We're not done yet. Weather and heat have conspired against us, and we've needed to take some time off during the middle of the day, not just yesterday, but also today. And also a few other delays have to do with thunder this afternoon. It has not been an easy weather week, but we're not afraid. We remain unbowed. We are going to have the shields presented tomorrow. Then there's going to be songs, skit, and cheer sometime in the early afternoon. The way this works, just in case you're wondering, is that there is going to be a... As soon as it is established that mathematically one team cannot catch up given the amount of points left back on the board then the game is over the whole color war is over but that is not we're not there yet there's too many points out there still we still have song skit and cheer we still have the shields we still have some of the big big events the relay is coming up the other relay so it's coming the end will be tomorrow almost certainly but the question of when tomorrow well that's another thing entirely Reveille happened this morning at 8.15 in the morning. At 8.50, we had a sudden death cathlon, the wall, climbing competition, and then frisbee golf chuck, not the person, the throw. 9 o'clock breakfast, 10 o'clock inspection, and then a very big round. Group 1 had soccer, group 2 had tennis, group 3 had song practice, group 4 had football, group 5 had round the bases, group 6 had awesome ball, with group 7, and then another bigger round, after that, group one had team time, so did group two, and then group three had soccer, group four had around the bases, group five had baseball, and group six had tennis, and group seven had around the bases. And then there was a, a bike race, a staff bike race at 12.50, and then we had lunch at one, which was a much different schedule from yesterday, of course. And then after lunch, we did the rest hour outside again, which is very popular. I did, We kind of hit on something there, I think. Lots of boys coming up and asking in sign language if they got to have rest hour because we're not allowed to talk at meals. I think you knew that. We have silent meals during color war. And then after everybody got to swim and relax on the hill, which is one of the best things to do at Cobbacy, then we had a four o'clock round, which was basketball, round the bases for group two, group three had baseball, group four had climbing archery and squash, group five had soccer, six had basketball, and seven had baseball. Now, of course, a storm showed up in the middle of that. I don't know if you can hear this, but in the background, Group 7 baseball is finishing up in the twilight. Nothing too bad that it's dangerous, but um, there they are playing in the twilight, like uh, Field of Dreams. And then after dinner, uh, we had a few makeups, and those makeups were the finishing Group 7 baseball, Group 5 basketball, and of course everyone's doing team time. When I left the outside to come into the offices, 
The Lewis Lee Center was lit up with these beautiful lights. They're uh, Italian lights that hang down. It's an outdoor environment. It's very calm and cool out there. And the blue team was practicing their fight song. It's a very, very big deal to get all the consonants right. you got to get the T's all to land at the same time. My choir director from Willamette University would be psyched to see this. And that is your Blue Sheet Report for today. Day 5 of Color War 32. magnificent and busy thing to run Camp Cobbesee and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbesee itself to spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an inner camp, and sometimes it's just one-on-one time with a single boy. Those are obviously my favorite times. One of the traditions, and this is just an aside, this is not what I want to talk about, one of the traditions I like to bring into play during Color Wars, during silent meals, inevitably, somebody, usually a brave or a warrior, will come up and want to ask me a question, and they gesture wildly because they can't talk. And I'll start guessing at what they're trying to say to me. And today, that person, well, yesterday it was Junior, otherwise known as Ensu, and Today, it was Scott Black. Scott Black came up and uh, stood next to the red table. He's uh, a wonderful boy, and a whole bunch of people started asking him questions just to drill him, just because he was standing there, and he's Scott Black, and he was trying to eat his Fruit Loops while also answering all these questions. And this is outside, by the way. This is in the Grove. It's a beautiful morning. The air is still. And there's Scott Black with not one, not two, but five or six red team judges drilling him with question after question, which he's trying to answer. Uh, while gesturing wildly through his Fruit Loops and giggling at the fact that he can't talk. And that's just an aside, but um, he was asked what the Mount Rushmore of his favorite sports at Cobbesee would be, and so he had to act them out. Hockey was at the top, and, and I'm afraid to say soccer was at the bottom, and there was a bunch in a row, and he had to act out the Mount Rushmore of his favorite sports. So that's the kind of thing that happens during Color War around the sides as opposed to all the really awesome sports that happen right down Main Street. Here is what happened in a an awesome ball game today. Awesome ball game. Bases loaded. It's down to the bottom of the last inning. And a boy who shall remain unnamed takes a huge swing at the awesome balls. Awesome ball is a size one soccer ball. It's soft and sort of goofy. When you hit it, it has all kinds of weird ballistics. This kid knows he has to just crank it out of the park. And... He swings at this awesome ball so hard and misses. But he swings so hard that he spins around. Literally, the, the bat spins around. like He swings and he misses, and the bat continues around in its arc around his head and pokes back out the other side of his head and makes contact with the awesome ball. That's right. He swung, missed, and then hit the awesome ball. It was effectively like a ninja behind the head bunt, but no one was ready for it. So he sprints down the line, and the defense, totally distracted by the fact that this happened, throws the ball at first base. There's a tangle of limbs, runner is safe, and the third baseman sneaks in for the score and the win.
So that kind of thing happens around here too during Color War. Unbelievable! He couldn't do that if he gave him another thousand attempts to swing, honestly swing at a ball, miss it, and then hit it anyway with the, <laughs> with the bat swinging back around his head. That really happened today. And that is your little informal podcast for today. The fifth day of Color War 32. Your boys will go to sleep tonight quite tired. It has been a big, fat color war, and we're not done yet. The shields are done, though. Mostly done anyway, I'm assured of this. And they are awesome. Panthers and bears are excellent source material. Tomorrow morning before breakfast, they will be revealed. It is one of my favorite times of the entire summer. There's so much hard work, and these things are, are the hallmark, the touchstone of how everyone remembers color war. They're going to be looked at for hundreds of years. Given our current track record, they could literally be looked at for another hundred years. This may be the most important thing that anybody who's on the Shield team will ever do in terms of their imprint on history. I'm laughing because I'm looking across the table at Tammy, who's on the Shield team. But really, they are really important, and the kids really, really care about them. They all have their favorites. So maybe, just maybe, Tammy, your Shield will be some boy's favorite. That's it from here. All is well in this place. Set apart. Yours all.